Hello and welcome to the Sticks and Stokes Cricket Podcast. This week, as England plunge to the bottom of the World Test Championship, we review what positive signs of life we can cling to from the West Indies series. We discuss the future England captain, coach and director of cricket. And of course, there's an update from Mark Wood's brother-in-law, Jake. So, let's get started. Slightly reduced lineup today. Like the England cricket side, we've left a couple of the big names at home. For, for this one, we have Johnny and Krabby joining me. Hello, chaps. Hello, mate. Hello, fellas. Before we get going, it was a great feature, I think, last, last time, was a bit of listener feedback. And lo and behold, we have a, another whole email in the inbox, which I thought I, I would read out, which comes again from, from our friend Jake Lonsdale. Uh, as, as regular listeners to the podcast might know, Jake is... Uh, the brother-in-law of Mark Wood. Are we 100% sure of this, or is he just claiming it? it the story seems to add up. Um, oh, no, I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know why you'd make that up, but, yeah, I mean, just just, uh, <laughs> just want to make one. sure he's not some kind of super fan masquerading <laughs> as, a, as a, you know, distant relative. If you are, Jake, um, then I implore you to come clean <laughs> and uh, reveal yourself. Um Jake's, Jake writes in saying, hi, quite perfunctory at the start. Uh, once again, thought I would listen to this shite, mainly to see if I get a mention. <laughs> surprise, surprise, you have no other content other than me and slating Woody! Exclamation mark. You clearly have no listeners, and that Johnny guy is a talentless, stuck-up wanker. <laughs> My prediction for the West Indies tour... <laughs> you will keep dropping in the pod rankings. Keep distancing yourselves away from any cricketers. Get a life from Jake. Might just give wow. the floor to Johnny for first response. Well, I, I mean, uh, I think he's quite astute in his mm-hmm. comments about me. First of all, uh, he's, he's probably onto something there. I don't, I, I don't think many people would disagree with him, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, he also seems to misunderstand why you do a podcast, which isn't first and foremost to make friends with the England cricket team. Mm. Um, but you know, even if it were, uh, we wouldn't. We haven't slated everyone completely. If, if uh, Jacob listened properly, I was very complimentary about the likes of Broad and Anderson, who are two very good bowlers that bowl for England. I'm not a fan of his brother-in-law, but. That's nothing personal. He comes across a decent bloke. I just don't think he's that good. Um, but yeah, well, I think that's a fair reply. Come um, on, Jakey J- boy. I mean, you know, I mean, what, what, why doesn't Jake come on the pod? I mean, be, yeah, on the pod. To have him. Yeah, yeah, on the pod. Here, Jake feels very strongly. And England, and to be fair, we're, we're talking about the lowest ranked side in the World Test Championship at the moment. We're lower than Bangladesh. Who, um, we are lower than Bangladesh. Absolutely, we are. Oh, yeah, they beat New Zealand. Yeah, they had a fan cracking win in New Zealand, and then got and then got absolutely thrashed in the second game. But um, but still, that's a drawn series. Uh, so yeah, we we are bottom of the table. One win in seventeen Test matches. Is that right? I think. And we left our two our, our two best bowlers at home, uh, for the latest uh round of round of matches, which we're about to dive into now. But just another way of just shooting ourselves, you know, right in the kneecap. We we talked just, about the, the selection before, but let's get into the review. 
Can I just quickly mention Jake again? Because he tells Hilliard to get alive, which, you know, it's fair enough. You know, we're all pretty yeah, sad, really. Not... But but he also, this is a man who is stumbling, you know, across which podcast he should listen to. And he goes down below 100, <laughs> as we are ranked 105th in the cricket podcast rankings, you know, with our, with our 20 listeners a week. And he thinks he'll, he'll give it a go. And um, And not only that, he feels the need to get in touch with us. And give us abuse. So I think Jake's the one here who uh, needs to put his clipboard away. He obviously works for the county council up in Newcastle or something. <laughs> um, health and safety officer, I think. I have to um, he needs that. to mm. go back to that and and um, and just uh, let bygones be bygones. Mm. I think that's a very good point. These internet trolls. There's no yeah. place for that in a, in, a, in 21st century modern society. And Jake really needs to be careful about. Some of the barbs that he uh, that he throws out from behind his keyboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's getting quite. Yeah, it's uh, it's borderline abusive, isn't it? Maybe we should. Um, I don't yeah. think it's borderline. Called me talentless punker. <laughs> and the last previously, he only called me a total. <laughs> it's all directed at you. Those well. two statements might be might be correct, but but you know, it's, 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 it doesn't mean it's that nice to hear them. Yeah. Okay. We'll look after you, Johnny. It's a safe space on this podcast. <laughs> you um, you should be more worried about just having moved to Tooting. I think Hilliard's more worried worrying about Jake. Careful. We're going to reveal just place. where Johnny where Johnny lives now. Jake will be wonderful. Jake's Jake's welcome to join me for a because uh, get him round from a dress. Sounds fantastic. Okay. That's five minutes of Jake chat. Um, let's actually. <laughs> Are we done now? <laughs> that... Put out a special episode. Uh, let's go on to some cricket, shall we? West Indies series. Uh, obviously, we've, we've lost 1-0. Joe Root is learning a lot of lessons from the tour. We couldn't take 20 West Indies wickets in any of the three test matches. And bar Joe Root averaging 50. Not sure if too many people are going to come out with much credit. Who wants to take this one? Yeah, I think it's quite to argue with that statement. We back okay when the pitches were dead and there wasn't much to do. And then when the when the pitch was a bit fruitier, we'd, we we were pretty woeful, really. I think in terms of players who come out with any credit, you'd say Saj Mood looks like it's certainly one to, 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 to look for. Dan Lawrence looked okay in part, but others not seeing a huge amount of, of great credit coming out of the tour. Probably, I don't know what your thoughts are, mate. They all, I mean, they all showed fight at some point, didn't they? Well, most of them did. Lee showed fights in the last test. We saw some fight from Bairstow. He got some runs. Stokes got some runs in one game. Root as well. Folks was very disappointing. I was hoping he was gonna he was gonna show up uh, like he did in Sri Lanka uh, a few years ago um, and score some runs, but he was he was really poor. Who else was there? I can't remember who else actually. We we our players it did seem to score runs in parts, which which they're just so inconsistent though. It's unbelievable. Jeff um, Leach did actually. Jan Leach bowled a lot of overs, didn't he? In that second like game. Like 70, 70 overs in one game, didn't he? Mm. In one inning, sorry, 70 overs. That pitch in Barbados was embarrassingly bad. No, you know, I think, Krabby, I think you you made the point. No surprise that, um, you know, the local crowds aren't turning up when, when those they've got there. And I think you're actually bang on. And why would you want to be a fast bowler as well? I mean, watching cricket yeah. like that. Outrageous that they've even got any young players coming through the ranks at the moment. It's just so anti-cricket. And the locals, I didn't see a single local at the first two tests. And Grenada looked better. 
it was just all uh, tattoos on calves and um, and bad sunburn. It was a little bit, and apparently, I, I mean, this is the the sort of prop structural problem of the game, and also Hilliard, your favourite topic, uh, the Barmy Army, because I obviously we pour out in such numbers with 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 spending a load of money, and so the grounds of the islands. Well, firstly, they built these concrete stadiums miles outside the city, um, so it doesn't really suit locals. And they, uh, you know, two kind of scared to prepare a pitch that might have a bit in it because it will be over in two and a half days with England playing. And they'll miss out on half their income from the, the Barmy Army. So in a way, yeah. we're, we're also to blame for that. Um, but you're right. I think positives were almost every batsman, you know, scored, made a significant contribution in one of the games. Possibly with the exception of Leeds, but you know he scored. 30, he, he was the only one to show any fight when the pitch had something yeah. in it. Um, yeah, Crawley can come off once you know in a bit of a blue moon, but um, as soon as you know he has to sort of dig in and fight or bowl, just bowl it on a decent length outside off stump. He looks like he doesn't have the patience or the game for it. And well, yeah, we know Root and Stokes can bat, don't we? No but, Crawley. Isn't it? When he's on form, he just looks so good. There's a brilliant player in there somewhere. As, it's got as, a lovely as, cover drive. It's a beautiful, beautiful cover cricket drive. to watch. Yeah. Obviously, that massive score against Pakistan um, in the middle of COVID-1 was uh, unbelievable. And everyone thought, right, this is it. And it's a flatter to deceive largely since. But would you have him uh, opening the batting for England in the first test against New Zealand? Are Bolton Southie still going? I think they're still going. They will rock up and quite enjoy, I think, the Duke swinging ball in at Lords in early June. They will. But I would keep him personally. I think he's young enough that he deserves a bit more of a bit more time than than someone who was, you know, a few years older. And he and he's demonstrated he has the ability. It's just uh, trying to do it consistently. Well, according it's to the BBC, like it's not like we've got loads of options. According to the BBC website, he's a candidate for the next England captain. I was quite shocked when he was one of the options what? on there. Well, I, I showed you, I voted for Sam Billings, like I mentioned the last pod I'd have as my England captain. And the other options were Stuart Broad, Joe Root, Billings, Stokes. and Crawley. Stokes as well, sorry, yeah. So there's, that shows how thin on options we are. Yeah, we're going to come on to that. Um, let's just wrap up the. So, folks, you say batting. Mixed bag, but you know some potential wicketkeeper folks. You already mentioned Crabby. Terrible. Pretty, pretty. That run pretty out poor is unforgivable. Series. Unforgivable. He wasn't even that, he... that amazing behind the stumps. Everyone goes on about him. He did drop time, a few, but... didn't he? Yeah, yeah. wasn't that And he kept saying, oh, "I feel like annoyed. he's had his chance, don't you?" Mm. Like, you kind of feel like that was his big chance, and he's he's not taken it. Surely, it's... when like the likes of Pope and stuff come back, when he inevitably scores you know, a thousand runs by the beginning of June mm. uh, on the road at the Oval, then um, you mm. just drop Bairstow to, uh, down to seven and have him keeping, surely. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he, he probably should have been the wicketkeeper batsman at seven since he was averaging 40 when we just took the gloves off him since before the Joss Butler era. Behind the stumps as well, he had a terrible chat. That like, Leach was bowling at every ball. It was, come on, Leachy, well bowled, Leachy. Well bowled. It's just nausea chat. Horrible. <laughs> and Leach was like giving their number 11 one down the ground and stuff. And Mark Butcher on comms was going mental. And they just hear folks going, oh, good stuff, Leachy. <laughs> to be fair, I, I think we're just when it comes to folks and with the bowlers we're about to cover, I just want to throw in one more criticism at Jay Reed. 
that in the first two games, which were played on the flattest and slowest pitches in the world, you know, both sides have struggled to get each other bowled out in 200 overs. We go and, yeah, push, like, I'm all for being attacking and, and pushing on, but I don't know, we've kind of flogged ourselves on two flat pitches, which were always going to be a draw. In the first game, he, he went right up until the last over. And we still needed six wickets. It was like, Joe, we're not going to get these six wickets, mate. Call it an hour. Call it at least an hour early. Or, Why an hour early? Because you can get you can get a hat trick, get a couple of hat tricks, mate. Why would you call it an hour earlier? Because you're never going to get a couple of hat tricks. Like with our well, bodies out there, that was too much. But yeah, like ten, call it two overs call to it, go. Man. Fair enough. You know, you might call it then, but I, I don't mind that. It's not over till it's over. I would. I wouldn't have pushed. I would have gone right. Let's play the long game here and let's grind the West Indies bowlers into the ground. That well, that was been, one way of doing it. Yeah. I would have been out there that, batting. Yeah. In hindsight, that would have been quite a good call. And instead, we ground our rain bowlers into the ground. Um, yeah. And then um, and then we lost it on the last, yeah, last day. I don't think you but, can blame our bowlers' lack of fitness or freshness as the reason we lost. I mean, it's the, it was the batting that lost that last test. Robinson had a nice holiday. Worst places to carry the drinks, sure. <laughs> yeah. Robertson did. He must. Is he going to be? Is he going to come? Is he going to come back really slim and um and five clicks quicker? Do we think in the summer? I mean, is he always just going to waddle in again and, and get a few wickets? Is he going to be a different player? The honeymoon's over now, isn't it? Mm. I mean, he's a he's a fine player, but it, you know, it's um, it you could now's the big test of his um, character, whether he kicks on and can become a, you know, a proper, proper, proper player or he'll just maintain being a, a good bowler who, um, you know, best of you've, a bad bunch after Anderson and Broad. But, um, yeah, well, you've also got, I mean, that's the one position England has always been stocked, right? And fast, medium bowlers who can put it on a length and wobble the ball around. Um, and with, with Sack Mahmood coming through, he's a bit quicker. With Broad and Anderson still you know, Wokes. not not making any noises about retirement. Wokes. Your mate, or Jake's mate, sorry. Woody. Woody, although it sounds like that's quite a serious injury. It does, yeah, it sounds a horrible one for him. Um, What's he done? It's another he's, elbow thing. He's had, a, he's had an operation on his elbow. Mm. Um, what a shame. Because the, the lad you know, is putting out some more clips on uh, social media, isn't he? Under oh, he whatever, on um, anaesthetic or whatever. Did you did that. you know that um, Paul Farbrace's steps uh, Ollie Robinson's, Robinson's stepfather is Paul Farbrace? I did not know that. No. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Good knowledge. I mean, he deserves a he deserves a crack, Ollie Robinson, doesn't he? I mean, he's he's been Brilliant. our best bowler. Yeah, he was our best attack. bowler last summer, and he was our best bowler in the Ashes. Hmm. He definitely hmm. deserves a prolonged go. Then he was then he picked up an injury just before the West Indies series, and everyone's hammering him. Hmm. There are, there are obvious areas of improvement he can make in his game, one being his athleticism. Mm. Yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't mean he's not a quality bowler. Who, you know, It's just a question that he can get even better, hopefully. Yeah. Anyone were anyone completely canning after this? Overton? Wokes. I feel sorry for Overton because he had to bowl on that absolute shite. He's, a, he's on a green top. Well, okay, team of friendly conditions... I honestly don't think there's anyone better in the world than Craig Overton. He's unbelievably good. <laughs> He's ripped up trees in the county championship for the last five years. Oh, and God. he was put out there to fail, set up to fail because 
He's not going to get a game in the summer now. That's that's what I'm really worried about because he deserves he deserves to have a good go in England, not just one or two tests here and there. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, his figures don't reflect very well on him. That's the West Indies. I do think he was set up to fail. I don't think there's anything mm. was deliberate in that. It's just just a bit of a victim of circumstance. But yeah, he's what just about to turn twenty eight, and mm. yeah, as you say, he's probably not going to play this summer. You'd, you'd be surprised, barring quite a lot of injuries with the likes of Mahmood and Fisher coming through and George Garton and others. Sam Did you see him getting angry? Did you see him throw, like you just you see him throw the ball? I've missed that. Oh, the West Indian yeah. batsman. Oh, he got proper aggy. He does mm-hmm. it. He gets, he gets in the match referee's office, he gets sent there quite a lot, which is quite nice to see an England player with a bit of fire in their belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, BA launched the ball at one of the players mm-hmm. and he did it in Pajara, to Pajara as well last summer and he only played two test matches and he threw a ball at Pajara. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got that side to it, which is mm-hmm. which is quite nice. Good to see, but I, that will probably won't go down too well in the the root playbook anyway. So on to that future of England, future of Joe Root. First, we'll go captain, coach, director of cricket. Captain first. We've already talked about what Crabby you were picking from a, a short list of not what we, would you say. So you know. We all agreed that Root's time is probably up. Then I assume. Yeah. For me, it absolutely has to be. If, if it wasn't for, you know, uh, the kind of humiliation and not just that, the lack of fight towards the end of the Ashes, it was just the, the woeful, like, tactical ineptitude in that last game. We're not talking about, you know, I think there's one thing losing to it. What is a pretty strong Australian side? Certainly their yeah. bowling attack. Brilliant. Uh, uh, but an, another thing losing to the team that are ranked, you know, eighth in the in the world and the West Indies, it's not even a good West Indies side or an average West Indies side. I really think they're quite a poor side. How many of their um, players would get in the England team? Holder? Holder's a good yeah. all-rounder. And, and who was the, 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 the batsman? Bonner. Brath- Bonner. Decent. Carlos Brathwaite, maybe. And uh, yeah, you might, you might, you might take any, any of the Bonner was Bonner looked pretty boring, didn't he? But he was up for it. Yeah, uh, but but they were that was probably it, right? Which is the most damning thing is is they weren't more talented; they were just more up for it. Yeah, and I know the West Indies always raise their game against the old colonial enemy. But, yeah, um, they love it. They do love being. <laughs> <laughs> love being. Um, what, I was going to say, losing West Indies. You know, we've only won once or twice there in mm. sixty years. So it's, it's there's no. I don't think that's necessarily a great crime, but as you say, it is a weak side. And it's the manner of those defeats as well. Just mm. two tame draws, which I know that's, you know, pitched largely to blame for those. But the third test really was just embarrassing. We, we also won the toss on those two flat wickets. It might not have been a tame draw if we'd lost it. You know, us batting under yeah. scoreboard pressure. Actually, we've not been historically particularly good at that. The only time really we've, we've, we've scored four or five hundred is when, yeah, Root's got a big century and um, we've batted first. And so it's been kind of easier. So yeah, lost the lost the two games because you know we didn't take advantage of the conditions, and then and, and also you know just all everything that's gone along with the selection in the Ashes and before that with rotation, and then with Anderson and Broad and with taking a leg spinner on tour and not picking him on the flattest of pitches. Pick you know everything since that India test when they picked whatever it was four seamers on the raging Turner. Yeah. Jay just. You know, He's not the only one, but he's certainly had a hand in a lot of poor, poor selection and poor tactical decisions. Well, everyone and, else has already gone. And, yeah, and what are you going to do? I mean, you're not going to 
you're not going to make any worse tactical decisions and worse selection calls if Jay Root's not the captain. So try someone else. He's been there a long time as well. Surely at some point, you just need a different voice, a different mm. emphasis, different uh, perspective. It's not saying that Joe Root's not right, but it's just sometimes things things go a bit stale. And I think he, uh, he'll surely be a, a big leader in that dressing room, irrespective of whether or not it's the caps. Mm. But, you know, you, 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 do, you can't help but feel it's time to move on. I agree. A bit like you, you with the um, what with the with the swords. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Big in the a long, a long overdue change of uh, emphasis. <laughs> well, it was a sign with um, Prince William and, and Kate Middleton out in Jamaica at the same time. You know, they're they you know they've handed their notice to ditch the royal family, mm. and I think that it's uh, it's time that uh, yeah we did ditch Jay Root now as well. Mm. Unfortunately, I thought there might be a royal mention. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I think it was a disgrace the way they were treated out, out in Jamaica. They put on a good show. And they should have actually come and watched some cricket. I don't know why they didn't go to a test match and support their country if they're out there. It just shows yeah. that they've got no interest and Prince William doesn't care, does he? He'd rather pretend he likes football than the Welsh rugby team. Yeah, that is odd they didn't go to a game. The Royals have never really got into cricket other than the Duke of Edinburgh. Hmm. The Queen doesn't really go to the... Um, she used to come to the Lord's Test match, didn't she? I know she's obviously not really in the condition to mm. um, the last time they were over here, but um, it's, it was always nice when on, on day one or day two when she'd be introduced to the team on the outfield. Mm. How about your uh, your idol, Travi? Uh, Prince Andrew, is he a fan of the... Uh, of, uh, of cricket? Prince Andrew, I don't know what he gets up to in his spare time, mate. Um, I don't think it's cricket, though. She must probably... have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably on. A, he was probably on another island somewhere nearby, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> What's that been on known to visit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, he's, yeah, I don't know. Raising funds, I don't think he could afford the tickets to the old Test match. Now, so is uh, Mummy would have to pay, wouldn't she? Right. So, Captain. Okay. Are you still going for what Sam Billings? Hundred percent. We need new keeper. We need new keeper. Besto scoring runs not as a as a batsman purely. So keep keep Besto. We need him. We need God. We need him. Actually, I mean it's really important that he's in the side now. I didn't think I'd be yeah. saying that, but uh, yeah, get Sam Billings in the Prince of Kent. He's captain of Kent. He's a well spoken man, well dressed man. He's respected around the world. We're picking England captains based on their dress sense. I mean, Mike Brearley was, he ticked all those boxes as well, didn't he? He did, but he, he had more stature in the game, though, didn't he, than Sam Billings. I, I think it's quite a hard <laughs> thing to come into, come into the side and then captain it immediately. Different you know. era as well. I, and has he had I, any success in the county game as a captain? Kent won the T20 a few years ago, didn't they? That's true. The blast. Yeah. Well, it could be a Kent, so, what, one, two, three, with, with um, Rob Key throwing his name in the ring for. Director of cricket. That Crawley. Yeah, <laughs> bring them all in. And Hilliard, and Hilliard wants to abolish Kent as a county as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was either Kent or Essex that would get one. One of the right. two would stay. So okay, so the, so the county championship, the most frequent, the most frequent county championship winners in this decade. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking to the future, not the past. Look okay. to the future, not the past. Yeah. What about having it as old England regions, so like Mercia, Wessex? <laughs> 
uh, Northumberland. East that Anglia. Would be East Anglia, yeah. Just just have, you know, your six core cool regions like that yeah. and go cool. back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's, apparently there's been a proposal put forward for a 12-team Premier League in the county game. That's one of the things they're considering in this Groot and Branch review. How do you find this sort of thing? How do you know this? It's, uh, it's called research. <laughs> <laughs> I take Try. my side hustle very seriously. <laughs> well, maybe you should, maybe should start looking up you know, 1980s and 90s cricketers <laughs> as well. Though. Like Hilliard said, looking forward, looking to the future, not the past. It must be really hard. It must be really horrible for you when all these tests, you know, all these uh, ex players are talking about how great Shane Warne was and uh, Alan Border and yeah. people you, you've never heard of. <laughs> no I've got Who's Mike Brindley's book though, so I've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember him. I oh, know the Aussie team. I was. I'm seeing as Yeah, I saw Warne in his pom. What a player! What in the '94 series against South Africa? Absolutely. You've never heard of cricket then. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so, Johnny, your captain, because Billings is not, is, let's be honest, it's not obviously not Billings. Uh, for me, you chance. either go, and it's this, I'm a, it's quite a predictable answer, but you either go for Ben Stokes or you give Stuart Broad a gig for a year mm. or 18 months. Um, mm. And I'm, I'd be inclined to actually go the more wild card or, um, um, of those two. With broad personally, in the hope that someone comes through in the next couple of years. But Stokes is probably the the guy, isn't he? What if no one comes through? What are you going to do then? Well, the next guy. And you, then maybe you Whatever. go really young and do go press the nuclear button like stuff could do and make Graham Smith the captain. Mm. I, I, yeah. Yeah, but we haven't got any Graham Smiths in the county game, have we? No, We're but nowhere we, near. We, hopefully, we're in a couple of years. Yeah, you've got. I mean, you've got. Often. You'd have ten other players in the team. I mean, you just pick one of them. It doesn't really matter. Like yeah. it can't be worse than it is. I think, in a way, it's the jobs. The the, the question's been made easy. Um, yeah. I'm I'm for the broad thing. I I think actually he's good cricket brain and been harshly treated. I think the only danger with broad is is he going to play every test? You know, particularly when in a in a packed summer. Um, but he's only playing tests, and maybe it, it there might be an argument that. Is he always the right choice for the pitch? Yeah, exactly. You know, on the subcontinent, is he going to play every game? And and On then merit. and then and then maybe you just go Ben Stokes, but but you don't you you take the media duty away from Ben Stokes and all the shit that comes with being the England captain, and he just fills in when Broad's not playing because he's going to be a loud voice anyway, isn't he? He's vice captain. Mm. I think that makes a lot of sense. But it will all depend on the what the, the new coach, I suppose. Which... Yeah, we're probably doing this the wrong way around because obviously mm. director of cricket appoints the coach, appoints the captain, but, <laughs> but yeah, uh, up, we're doing up, it the more interesting way around. Yeah. Um, coach, Langer threw his hat in the ring. Did he? Apparently. Uh, well, Gary Kirsten, another one. We've got the most money, surely, out of any other cricket mm. bodies, so let's uh, let's get in the, yeah, one of those two. And then Someone talked about Ricky Ponting as a potential... Um, yeah, that'd do be the good. Test, test and then probably wouldn't do both red and white ball be kind of ponting through the red ball and then uh, I, I'm not, I don't agree with this but I, I think it was saying just this um, and then um, Collingwood doing the white ball stuff which don't agree with but I can see the logic I mean the white ball stuff just looks after itself doesn't it it's like whilst Morgan's yeah. there yeah you, you don't really need, need a coach gonna, for that you're going to need someone to kick on Morgan soon enough Morgan play a coach 
<laughs> with yeah, Josh yeah. Butler next yeah. in line to be captain of the yeah. white ball. Pretty Done. straightforward. Easy. Got loads of players to pick from. Yeah, I think fair enough. Gillespie, another option, essentially, Jason Gillespie. Yeah. I was going to say Ponting. What coach? I, was He was the he best coach for Australia, wasn't he? I think he does because he's like one of these talented coaches who, who's not interested in doing a, uh, taking on a test team because you're away, you know, whatever, eight months of the year. Mm. And you can earn the same amounts of money just doing six weeks in the IPL or however long it is. Well, it's longer mm. now. Especially a lot of these guys, they, um, you know, they retire, barely seen their wife and kids. Yeah, exactly. And they, and then they think, well, fuck this, I'm just going to stay at home, do the media stuff. But... It's strange seeing all these ex-old England, you know, these England legends um, failing so badly at the job. I'm not saying Collingwood's a legend. He's really not. He's terrible. Or was terrible in my eyes. Um, but like Chiscothic, Thorpe, uh, Gooch as batting coach, Ramp Cash less so. But, you know, they can't. There's nothing they seem to seem to be able to do for these players, which is really sad because they're such great players themselves. A lot of the best players the last 20 years have gone into the commentary box, haven't they? I think they say mm. Stuart, Afton. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of the leaders. Like, Nick yeah. Knight. Strauss, Strauss, Nick Knight. <laughs> 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 but I agree. All, all the England captains have gone, have gone straight in there. Butcher, yeah. Yeah. Um, David Gower. Well, why wouldn't you? There's no pressure on you at all, is there? You can just sit there and say what you like and um, and not be held accountable. Far mm. more enjoyable job, isn't it? Mm. Go and they have go a for me and both of them. With, with beef for both of them and Michael yeah. Holding. Or go and have to exactly. hang out with bloody <laughs> Mark Wood in the yeah. <laughs> With Jake hanging around the dressing room the whole time. <laughs> yeah, Jake hanging around Sniffing the dressing room the... Trying, to, trying to sniff a couple of jock straps. Sniffing, sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> Gets caught licking... Mark Woods box again. <laughs> uh, on that note, finally, um, the director of cricket. Um, any thoughts on this? Uh, Mark, if they one name in there, Marcus North, who um, obviously, obviously another Aussie who's been uh, apparently behind the scenes at Durham, been a name touted, and we mentioned Rob Key earlier. Who's the current director of cricket? Was it, it was Charles? Strauss is, Strauss is doing it on a caretaker mm. basis. How about get KP in there really to really uh, <laughs> make things up? That's surely where one of those guys from that Sky commentary mm. box could move into that role. I mean, someone like Nasser Hussain or, or Mike Atherton, really mm. intelligent thinker of the game. Cashless mm. uh, as well. He'd be, he'd be brilliant. I don't think he'd yeah. do it, certainly, but someone like that. I mean, Rob Key is the one who's put his name forward. I think he would have been a good one. Maybe that's where you go for one of these overseas guys, someone like a, uh, who can look at the most the structural um, differences between England and say Australia, mm. for example, someone like a, um, a Langer or a, you know, or a Gilchrist or whatever. Oh, yeah. Ponting, mm. Someone, someone up there, which possibly wouldn't put the same strain on, on them as, in front mm. of a time perspective, but don't it? Maybe someone along those lines. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think, We've got way too much talent in the media and they do need to, someone needs to come and pull their finger out and actually get involved, I think. But potentially it's, you know, what can you really affect if the schedule is like it is? And it seems to only really be like it is for England, maybe for India as well. But, you know, you look at the Test Championship table and we've played two or three times as many games as anyone else. So it's, it's kind of like within the structure as it is, you're not, what's the director of cricket going to be able to change? Um well, surely the director of cricket has a massive input into what that structure looks like. 
Well, you'd hope, right? But then are they really going to go, oh, we're not going to play a five-test series here, we're going to play a three-test one, or we're going to not do this white ball tour because it's going to affect our preparation? No, but for example, if you let's say your your typical summer, you've got a big tour and a little tour. I know this year we've got New Zealand, South Africa, who are pretty evenly matched. Uh, or actually, South Africa are the main touring side, even though they're the weaker of the two. But let's say you had Bangladesh and um, India, for example, as your two touring sides. Why do you need to play all of your best players again in the in the Bangladesh series at home to a side like Bangladesh? Uh, uh, and I don't want to be rude about Bangladesh, you know, against any of the weaker sides in the, in the circuit, you don't need to play your absolute A-team. It can be a glorified Lions team and you can allow the likes of, you know, Bairstow and, and, um, and Root and Co to just go and score a shit ton of runs in the, um, in the Kansas Championship or go and make a load of money in the, in, in the IPL. I mean, I don't really see a problem with that. It's going to prolong their careers and keep them happy in England because we're giving them the shitty tour off to go and earn some cash. Yeah, makes sense. And do they really want to play against Bangladesh? I mean, like they give them some, yeah, give them some time away for a bit, get out of the bubble. Yeah, Broad and Anderson will do it because they want to rack up the wickets. But yeah, of course. You think some of these boys want to bump their numbers up batting as well? I mean, well, I, I, I think um, we we need to get way away from this rest and rotation and pit your tours to put your best eleven yeah, for the thanks. next game. And don't think any further beyond it, because as we've seen with injuries and you know, actually with Bangladesh winning in New Zealand, I don't think it's to be taken for granted. We've, we're guilty of too, looking too far ahead for the Ashes all the time. You know, people are talking about the next captain. I'll give it to someone until the end of the next Ashes. But just give it to someone for the next game for a start and then um, yeah. see how we go. That, that, that whole thing makes sense in the white ball game where you, you go from World Cup to World Cup. Mm. I get that. And, uh, and the reality is it doesn't matter if you lose the odd series of the white mm. game. No one cares anyway. Mm. Um, whereas test, a, te- a home test series against New Zealand and South Africa this summer, it, they matter. And you, you don't want to see, you know, an experimental team where Anderson plays the first and Broad the second and then Anderson's back in the third. And it doesn't, mm. that has not made any sense and it simply hasn't worked over the last few years. We've got you know, a, a massive group of average fast bowlers with an obsession about pace because it works against us in Australia. So funnily <laughs> enough, the Aussie batsmen are quite used to uh, uh, quite used to facing express, uh, express pace bowlers in Australian conditions. Funnily enough, it doesn't really work against them. But, you know, we, they do definitely get bogged down in some of these ideas. Right? That's why we need that dress of cricket role is massively important. A bit of fresh thinking. I might chuck my hat in the room. Right. Crabby, have you got one more thing to say? Well, I was going to say, can we? Did any of you chaps um, watch the uh, watch any of the Pakistan Australia series? That looked like a bit of a snooze fest as well, right up into the. Oh, it was it was it was like watching a super over the whole time compared to the England series. It was <laughs> edge of the seat stuff compared to our our test matches. But just want to say how amazing Kawaja looks at the moment. I mean, I don't know how he only played two tests in the Ashes. <laughs> Whatever it was, and he came in he and bossed pretty it. fucking good then. But honestly, he is. Um, but he'll be the best, the top ranked batsman, ICC ranked batsman, and test soon if he isn't already, because he's looking like a serious player. And I mean, Australia's bowling attack was so versatile as well. I mean, they were struggling for wickets at one point with Cummings and Hazelwood and Lee, um, Lyon, and then Stark just came on, offered that rapid pace you know left arm pace and he just you know got three or four and, and then they just went through 
Pakistan, but it was I, I really enjoyed watching. I saw the highlight. I only saw the highlights of it, but I thought it was nice to watch it as a contrast to, to the England games. But yeah, they're looking pretty good, Australia. The third test, yeah, mm. yeah. But I think you're right. Like Gwedge is a hell of a player, and and actually one where it just makes you think was Langer. He maybe just made a mistake, but he kind of fell out with him, I think, didn't he? And um, yeah, didn't get didn't get the best out of him, and now is is kind of coming to the fore. They have some serious open? talent in that middle order as well. They mm. get with Steve Smith and Labashane. It's you know, yeah. it's, it's not an easy place to get in the team. Marcus Harris was there. Uh, was they started the series with this year? <laughs> yeah. A shocking player. I think he signed up for a county. He's who's he signed for this year in the county county championship. He's gone somewhere. I think you're right. It's like um, uh, Gloucestershire or somewhere. Is it Gloucester? Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice segue as well into next episode. We'll be previewing the county season, including all the exciting overseas signings like Marcus Harris. Um, I really hope whoever the next England cricket coach is, if it's Langer, I really hope they do another um, another documentary series. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I'd see inside the... You know, get Mark Wood on, on TV a bit more. Um, you know, he can be the host. That's his true calling. <laughs> yeah, and he'll be excellent. He's, I mean, he's he's got a massive deal with Sky waiting for him upon retirement. So, um, you know, if the elbow doesn't get any better, he's, he's yeah. sadly for him lost out on that big IPL deal, which no one likes to see. Um, that happened. Oh, injuries in general, but uh, he, he will be straight in that commentary box. I think he'll be far better at that than he is as a player. Okay. Come full circle. <laughs> Gabby, Johnny, thanks very much, chaps. Uh, until next time, goodbye. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a preview of the county championship season. And of course, in the meantime, you can follow us on social media at Sticks and Stokes on Twitter and Instagram. Bye for now.